0: Shalom Aleichem. This is a summary on the second sicha of Pashas Kedach and Sikha is Chelek Yud Gimel. This is a very deep, profound, uh, and Talmudic talk of the Rebbe. And we will try to do it justice in this summary, give a few highlights of some of the ideas that come out of this sicha. This sicha is not a Pshuto Shomikra kind of sicha. It's not here to explain the simple text of the verse Um, as the Rebbe will do in many of these sikhs that we have been learning uh, on Rashi and so on. This is a Talmudic discussion, which is a different mode of learning. And the Rebbe focuses in on this week's Torah portion in chapter 18, the end of chapter 17, the beginning of chapter 18. The Jews complain to Hashem and they say, They say, we are lost. We are dying. We will perish. We are all lost. Because whoever comes close to the tabernacle, even by mistake, will die. and are we all to perish in this way? Our lives seem a little too cheap. Will you do something about it? And Hashem responds, and he commands the house of Arin, the Kirhanim, and they together with the tribe of the Levites, that you will bear the sin of, your, of the man and, and the mantle of responsibility. And that it's your job to make sure, as Rashi explains, and as the Pasuk implies, that no one should come near, and you protect the Beis HaMikdash, that no one, Vizor that no one who is not allowed to come will come near to you. And this was the response. And the question is, of course, is this a mitzvah for all generations? Or this was a very particular story and scenario um, described in the Mishkan. Um, We know most commandments, of course, are for all generations, but this is a very particular scenario. People are describing, the Jews are complaining how, first of all, how many people want to be so close to the temple, and they're pushing, and maybe someone's going to go in by mistake, and maybe they'll die, and this is right after the story of Korach. Who's to say that this particular issue is an issue for all generations, and this is a commandment for all generations? And the positions that the Levites were in, for example, that's not a commandment for all generations in terms of how they should be encamping. We don't find that the Jews are meant to encamp around the temple for all eternity. A lot of these commandments surrounding the setup and people's positions are not necessarily for all generations. And over here, what is the mitzvah described as? As a mitzvah to keep out strangers, people who are not supposed to be there, people who are not kohanim, levim, to keep them away. If you remember going back to Parshas Bamidbar, Parshas Bamidbar, when we spoke, we actually had a talk about this from the Rebbe in uh, in the beginning of this book, um, where it describes the task of the Levim. And over there it says, you should bring close the tribe of Levi. And in, in verse uh, 8 over there, in chapter 3, verse 8, it says, They will guard the vessels of the temple. Guarded the vessel of the temple. Now regardless, uh, non, not, not, notwithstanding what the Rebbe explains over there, the way Rashi would learn this Pasuk, um, which is actually not connected to guarding the temple, but the way Halacha and the Talmud would learn this Pasuk, it would be very much related to the concept of guarding. And you guard the vessels, that it shouldn't be stolen, and so on. Is this a mitzvah for all generations? So indeed, halacha teaches that yes, this is a mitzvah and a commandment for all generations. And it's and when 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 the very first chapter of Bamidbar, chapter one, verse fifty three, when it says that the Leviim should surround the Beis Hamikdash, the shamru halavim as mishmedes mishkan ha'idus, they will guard the guarding of the temple. They will guard it. They will stand guard. The Talmud teaches and the Sifri, and so on, that this is a commandment uh, for all generations, that the Kohanim will guard in the inside, just like uh, Aaron and his sons were commanded to encamp on the, in, at the entranceway of the temple, and that Moshe, in fact, Taylor Shabalpeh learns the oral tradition that the Teirah is actually commanding the three, and and. For more details, look in the tractate of Talmud, how how exactly it learns it out, but that the three kohanim that were in existence are in Elazar and That is why there has to be three guards and three uh, stations of guarding in the temple in the future, as well as the Levites are commanded around the Beis Hamikdash to guard the Beis Hamikdash, and Safri brings down, and the Ramban on uh, in the first Paddock of Bamidbar, Pasuk Nun Gimbal, from the Pasuk in Divri Hayyamim, the Book of Chronicles, chapter uh, 24, verse 19, where it says, Ela, where it describes the task of all the Levites and their guarding of the temple, and it says, Ela, kudasem, la'avey, leves Hashem aarin, like the law handed down from Aaron, their father, they're set up in their positions, Ka'sher tzivoh Hashem Israel as commanded by Hashem, the God of Israel, and this is the commandment. And the question is, what is the rationale? What is the reasoning behind the thing? Is it to guard the, the vessels from being stolen from? Is it that to make sure that the um, that that no strangers who are not supposed to be there arrive, or is it as it simply is stated in the first chapter of Bamidbar, Veshamru, simply to guard for some other reason? So the Rambam tells us, the Rambam, Imanides. He rules and he says that it's not at all because of the fear of robbers, or for any other such reason or from enemies. Rather, it is in honor of the temple. And he says you can't compare a palace which has guards to a palace which does not have guards. That's what the Rambam says. It's incomparable. In his words, The only reason for guarding it is to honor the Beis Hamikdash. Is to honor the Beis Hamikdash. And that is... And and as many commentaries explain, that it's not honorable to sit there and be worried about whether a vessel gets stolen and so on. It's not honorable for the temple. And what honors the temple is the very idea of guarding the temple, which is why also we have so many guards around the temple, not just to keep away thieves, but because it's in honor of the temple. And that's why we have many stations. You have people on the top and people on the bottom On an upper story, um, similar to the way you would guard a city, because this is not simply about theft. This is about honoring it, the holy base hamikdash. And if it would just be to keep those who are impure out, also, how would this be a mitzvah for all generations? We know that in the temple, we're commanded to build doors and so on. Unlike the tabernacle in the desert, so therefore, the Rambam says this has absolutely nothing to do with those issues. Rather. The guarding of the Abbas has to do with guarding the Paltan in Shomelech, honoring the king by them being there. And there are those, there's another school of thought, which actually does believe that there are other issues that, uh, that are relevant, that there is the issue of guarding it uh, from theft and so on. But the Rambam rejects that idea, as we just said. However, the Rambam says something interesting. Rambam says that you have to guard the base of the temple, the tabernacle, I'm sorry, the temple by night, not by day. And the question is, if the reason for guarding it was to protect the temple for whatever reason from theft, Ghanavim, thieves, larcenies, they take place at night. You have to guard it at night. In the daytime, it's not a good time to steal. It's a very open area. There's a lot of stuff happening. But being that the Maimonides says, that Rambam says, that the reason for guarding the temple is in order to give honor, and you can't compare a palace which has, the which has this to a, a temple which to a palace which doesn't. It should be also during the daytime. Why only at nighttime? A very strong question. And the answer is that the concept of guarding something. Is referred to many times in the Talmud as Hesach as the prohibition from removing your mind, from having any lack of attention towards that item. For example, right after what we're reading about in Korach, the very next mitzvah is So you should guard the Tzrumah. You should guard the holy meat. And the Talmud says that this is the Isr of Hesach that don't remove your mind always pay attention, play, play close, close attention to the meat and don't allow it to be exposed, keep special guard on it. There's that concept of hesachadas. And hesachadas, what it would mean in this context is that the Jewish people are always thinking about the temple. And we're not just thinking about it because that would be in our mind, that wouldn't honor God. We're showing that we're thinking about it. We always have to show that our minds are engaged with the temple. And that's what the Jewish people do. In a way, the Kohanim and the Levim who are guarding the temple are are part of the structure of the temple. The very feeling of the temple, the atmosphere changes with, with having people who are engaged in the temple. Because it means that this is a place that you just feel you're in a more honorable location, a place which is guarded. The Kehanim and the Levites who are doing the thing by guarding the temple, they're not merely guarding the temple. They're elevating the temple. In the words of the Ramam, You can't compare the palace itself. It's a different, it's a different palace, which is an amazing thing for a Jew. The idea that the Kehanim are literally part of the temple itself. They're not just doing service of the temple. They are the temple. And uh, so too, of course, in our lives, when we're thinking about the temple, which we're waiting to be rebuilt, but at the spiritual temple, we become, by learning about the temple, we become part of the temple. But getting back on track, the, and this adds in the power and in the awe of the temple. And that is the understanding of it. And that's why the mitzvah is specifically at night. Because during the daytime, there are people who are actively engaged in the temple, of course, and their minds are focused on the temple. What, what is unique at nighttime is that you want to show that there is uh, there is this attention to the temple. But why, according to the Namam, do you need so many locations? A few guards would be enough. The answer is that, indeed, there is a distinction. There is an element... Of Some of those guards are essential, and without that, it's just not a palace. It's just not the Beis Hamikdash as it needs to be. It's not an awe-inspiring place. It's desolate. You look around, there's no one there. No one cares. Having people who are walking around itself creates the temple. However, of course, the more people you have, the greater you add in the awe of the Beis Hamikdash. So therefore, of course, there are the essential Kehanim, but then we have 24 locations listed where we station all of these guards, because that adds in the sanctity and in the glory and the awe of the temple. And being that this is a case of being furniture, the Jewish people place furniture in the temple, human beings who are focused in the temple and that we could see that the temple is being cured for, that's why we have a very unique law by the temple. This is one of the very few mitzvahs where children can also participate in the mitzvah. Why would we do that? This is a mitzvah to guard the Beis HaMikdash. And the answer is that this is not a mitzvah like other mitzvahs. This is a mitzvah which is the Jewish people showing, even externally, that we care about the Beis HaMikdash and that we're keeping guard. And therefore... There's something very interesting. In the temple, there was a man who walked around making sure that everyone was staying in their positions and so on. And being that the person was walking around doing that, it didn't matter that it was children. They were being kept on their feet in actuality, being kept on their toes, making sure that they never fall asleep and that they're standing or sitting, but that they're at attention and guarding the Beis Hamikdash And that honors the Beis Hamikdash And that is the essence of the mitzvah. Of course, they can't all be children, like we said because this is a mitzvah. But in terms of the extension and the adding of the magnitude of the honor of the Beis Hamikdash, even children can be a part of this beautiful story.